This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Degrees on I Am Youth. <laughs> Luane on 180 Degrees. Shauna on 180 Degrees. 180 Degrees with Zoe George. 180 Degrees on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. And we have got Inga in studio with us again. How fun is that? Good evening, good evening everybody. Oh great, it's so great to have all three of us in studio. It's, it's such a nice like... I don't know. Like, it's a vibe. It is a vibe. <laughs> I, that's the word. I don't know how it escaped me. We do love a good Monday. And as you all know, we like to celebrate it. So I don't know how you're celebrating your Monday. I'm celebrating it by being here. Mm, I celebrated it by doing some exercise. And then hey. I jumped mm. into my fan. So, what? yeah, I have a stand-up fan. And I like I was I exercised into it. So that was <laughs> not very fun. I took it as a bit of a sign that I should stop for some time. So mm. about an hour later, I carried on with my jumping jacks. But that's how I celebrated <laughs> this Monday. Well, you know, some people do jumping jacks outside to avoid objects. I don't really like outside, hey? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't oh. agree with me. Well, guys, we've got such a fun show coming up with you. We'll be talking about black women in business. Now, you have no idea what that means. The show is definitely for you. But we want to talk about these things because they're so truly important. And we'll be speaking to Cholo from Wolf the Vintage to find out a bit more about how this works, what her context is like, and how she got into this fascinating business. So stick around for that about 20 past 7. But first, we need to warm you guys up. So we'll be listening to a bit of a song. Zoe, what have we got going? I think you guys will find some happiness with this one. We have Joy by Four King and and country please enjoy 180 degrees on i am youth movement lately i've been really watching the nightly news don't seem to find the rhythm just want to sing the blues feels like a song that never stops feels like it's never gonna gotta get that fire fire back in my bones You just listened to Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. So we are down in Cape Town. And if we're you got... rushing our things a bit around, do you know why? <laughs> because it is a little bit of a Monday. <laughs> yes, Monday is really turning itself into its true form. Um, but it's still an enjoyable day. That is something we can laugh about. So. It is. I mean, we do laugh at ourselves perhaps a bit too much. Yeah, just a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it keeps us young. So now that we're in the what's down in Cape Town, I'm going to... Well, it's not what's down in Cape Town, as we know, because we are still unfortunately not allowed down in Cape Town. So this week's 
what's down on your couch, I'm going to talk to you about how you can deal with perhaps if you're maybe upset that you're not down on the town yet, that you're still back in your couch and how you can relieve some of the feelings of exasperation you might feel. The first, can I just say, yes. I really relate with some of these. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yes, I am I am down on my couch for these things. I get that. Like, I literally, I do a lot of these things, actually. <laughs> I have done almost, I've done literally everything, like, this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, these are things that proven to work. I am the example that works, if you don't believe me. Believe Luane. She does them as well. So the first one is you can cry it out. Listen to some happy music, not sad music. I know some of you have crying playlists. Do not listen to those. Next, distract yourself with some videos, feel-good videos that should make you feel good about life. Enjoyable ones that just bring a smile to your face. The next one is to reorganize your room. Even if you don't put your bed in an entirely new position or you do your wardrobe over, even just sweeping up a small stain in your room could make you feel so much better. You have no idea. I vacuumed my room. I was so happy afterwards, just looking at, my mom was even happy that I vacuumed my room. We all just became so happy from that. I think that one should come with a little bit of a, like, just a disclaimer. If you start reorganizing mm. your cupboard, mm. yeah. commit. Yeah. Yes. Put half a day, a whole day out Ugh. if your cupboard looks like mine. Mm. You've got to commit, because if you quit halfway through, you're going to feel worse than when you started. Yeah, <laughs> I get no, that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> or like when half of your cupboard is neat and then you just start putting everything in and you're like, yes. oh, I'll finish it tomorrow. Yes. yes. And then tomorrow never comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Oh my gosh. Then the next one is to write down all your negative thoughts on a piece of paper and then tear them up because guess what? Those thoughts don't have any power over you. The next one is to talk to your friends about your emotions. I'm a big believer in just like talking about how you feel and never bottling up your emotions. Those can have very harmful effects on you in the long run. Then next, if you need to, don't be afraid to call a crisis hotline. If that's something, that's something I feel like people should be more open to. Yeah. And just like talking about, it's not a sign of your weakness. It's in fact, it's very strong of you to look at yourself and say, there is a problem and I'm going to fix it. That is, that takes a lot of strength. People don't realize that. The next is to hug a pillow. Pillow understands. Pillow, pillow knows. Pillow knows what you're going through. Hug a pillow. And then the last one is to have a cold shower. <gasps> Yes. In the middle of winter? Okay. Hmm. Have a hot shower. Yes. Maybe if we're in summer, have a cold shower. Or if you're, maybe a quick one and then it won't do too much damage. I do know of people who have given up hot showers because it's just too much of a luxury and I'm, I'm like, okay. Apparently the cold shower wakes you up, it sort of resets your body and you're like, good, I'm awake and ready for the day. I don't feel like that mm -hmm. when I'm in a cold shower. I feel panic. Like, <laughs> no. why is it so cold? I'm like, it was the geezer not on. Yes. <laughs> Literally, that's me. Oh, but then that's all I have for you for this week. I think I might do this again because there are just so many ways you can make yourself feel better if these don't work for you. So we can try again next week. Let so, us know. Yes. On 081791657. So let's just go down into the groovy movie. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. 
Now, welcome back. Now, this is the groovy movie section of the show. If you guys are unfamiliar with what happens in this section of the show, we play a clip from a movie or a TV series that I really hope you watch when you're younger. Unfortunately, I was only a few months younger than I am today when I watched this movie. It was a movie that a lot of people watched when I was growing up, but I just didn't. It seemed scary to me, <laughs> but it was actually very enjoyable. I quite liked it. And I really hope that you guys have taken the time to either watch it or will watch it in the future. It's one of those movies that I feel everyone can enjoy. If you have any idea what movie this is, do not hesitate to WhatsApp 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081-729-1657, because we'd love to hear from you and we really hope that you know this. Now listen up and <laughs> WhatsApp if you know it. On Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Visit our website now. www.imymovement.co.za Zoe on 180 Degrees. And you just listened to our old church choir by Zach Williams. And I think it had a very nice feel to it. I always say that about the songs, but I genuinely do like the music that we play here. I, I, know, I feel the same and I feel like if you guys also like it you should let us know we love hearing from you yes it's such it's it's so nice to just like hear from the listeners it's if I wish you guys could be on our side so you yes. could know how it feels I don't know how to describe it one day we'll have Facebook live again you yes. can dance with us online yes now before we were listening to that great song we listened to another song which was a part of our groovy movie now I you guys know me by now I'm yep. not going to keep you in suspense. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Now, it comes from the movie The Corpse Bride, if you heard them singing it in the song. <laughs> but the song itself is called Remains of the Day. And it had a very nice feel to it. Reminiscent it of like New Orleans for me. That's what I'm getting. I love me a Tim Burton movie. I'm not yes. going to lie. Like, I love it. And as long as, well, there's always Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. Yes. And um, uh, Helen Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. There we go. And those three together. Yes. It's Iconic trio. Cute, but it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a good mix. So true. So true. <laughs> so this week we'll be talking to Cholo Mukitsane and we'll be talking about her business and what it's like being a woman in business, but also what it's like being a black woman in business. Because we know with everything going on in the world at the moment, we're in hashtag the plague times. It's not easy to run a business. Business are closing their doors left, right and center. So for someone to start up a business and to actually still be going is something really noteworthy. So mm. we'd like to welcome you to Sane. We Just to give you a little bit more, her business is an online township-based store and most of the items are collected from the community of Motla King. 
She has a fashion design diploma and she's a first year retail management student. Welcome, Solo. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. No, it's so lovely having you here. Hi, Cholo. It's Inga over here. So we are so excited to have you here tonight. So tell us a little bit about the business. Uh, hi, Inga. So my business is Wolf the Vintage Store. It's online based. We're currently running um, on Instagram at the moment. Um, it's uh, township based. I like saying that that um, it's online, but we run from uh, from from the township. So mm-hmm. how it started? It's uh, it's a passion of mine. I've always been into retail and I've always loved fashion. And um, I have integrated um, the business with my passion and what uh, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about, which is a low-waste um, life and a sustainable one. So mm-hmm. that's how um, Wolf Vintage came to be. I mean, that's something that we are so, so, so passionate about here as well. We love, we love just sustainable business. We love yeah. fashion. We love all of these things together. Hi, Charlotte. This is Zoe here. Now, I would like to ask, what lessons have you learned from this business? Like this can be general lessons, but can also be specifically related to women and as and to black women as well. Um, a lesson I've learned, number one, is that there is me and my business. That's um, the, 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 the most biggest um, lessons I've learned. Because before I used to think that I'm my business and my business is me. And um, I couldn't manage money well mm. as well as time. I'd put everything into one bucket. Mm. So learning how to differentiate the two made a very um, big difference. That's, that's the number one lesson I've learned. That is such a big thing because so often we get lost in our business, especially if you're running your own thing. There aren't really office hours. Yeah. So you can work on it yeah. whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. Have you struggled with burnout at all? Burnout? Yeah. Being, like, just yes. working too hard. <laughs> all the time, all the time. That's also the one of the points that I had here of the lessons I've learned is to outsource. Mm. Get help. If mm. you have anybody that can help you, no matter how small of a help that you can get, just get help because that will prevent you from burning out because with online businesses and working from home, it's very easy to, to get them out because you're so passionate about your business yeah. and you want to do this and that and that and you get all lost in the whole cycle of it. So just outsourcing whatever that you can do, it, it helps, especially with me being in, 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 in a township. I get a lot of help from my community. We live in a very big household. So I have my cousins and my mom helping me out when I post up and they come in, they help me clean them and get me ready for shoots. So uh, outsourcing is, is, is very, it's really helped me. Oh, we love family so much. <laughs> I would like to ask, you're currently studying retail management and you have a fashion design diploma. How have these studies impacted your business? Oh, greatly, greatly. Um, with my fashion design, because um, the, the, the most uh, uh, difficult or I'd say the most challenging thing I've seen was um, buying pre-loved, um, pre-loved items, pre-worn garments, is that some of them come in very bad conditions. Mm. And I don't think if I didn't have my knowledge for, for garment construction, I'd be able to repair some items. Oh. Because, you know, um, repairing a button by hand um, it's slower than doing it by machine. 
So if I didn't know how to do it by machine, I'll be still using the old hand method, and that will be taking time away from my from my business or other important things that I had to do, or maybe repairing a film. I would touch it with a scissor instead of an arm picker, which is much more easier to do it. So it's those little tricks that you learn from school, from sewing, and the little tools that you know that you know they work better than your normal household items. That I think is you don't have a knowledge of sewing or, or any um, of, of garment construction, you wouldn't know of, of such techniques mm-hmm. and tools. And with retail management, at the back end of the business, I, I got to learn about marketing and customer care, how to talk to people, um, how to, to, to solve problems if a customer is not happy with, with your service or a certain item that you've bought. So with retail management, it has helped me a lot of that, especially in customer service. I thought I knew everything mm-hmm. up until this year. <laughs> I must say, when we were going through Instagram accounts, we're like, oh, you know, who are we going to talk to? And your Instagram account is one of the most beautifully curated I have seen, like, of any brand, not just of online thrifting, but, like, literally of any. If anyone wants to go check it out, <laughs> Wolf the Vintage, yellow. It's beautiful. So I, I can definitely see you're studying this. Like, this is something you're mm-hmm. really into. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about. Mm. Another thing that you touched on, I, I was watching one of my... It's a YouTuber I'm slowly falling out of love with. I was watching <laughs> one of her Instagram accounts. She had spilled some sort of oil on this new jacket that she had bought and she was freaking out. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to have to wait till it's restocked and I can buy a new one. And I was looking, I'm like, excuse me. Wash it out. (laughs) So what you're saying about being knowledgeable and how to repair things, how to get stains out, how to put a button back on, how to fix a zip so you don't have to throw out a perfectly good jacket just because of one tear. Do you find a lot of people do that? Do you get a lot of garments that have like one little flaw and then, you know, it really just, it's that, that's the only thing that's wrong with it? All the time, all the time. Let me say about 80% of the garments I have to repair something on them, mm. especially if they're true, genuine vintage. Mm. But the other thing is that, you know, what um, comes with is you, you, you thrift a lot. You get to, to, to learn the fabrics, and then by, by just looking at them, you can tell if um, some of the synthetic uh, uh, fibers, like the polyesters, you know that chances are it has a little bit more wool to it mm. than if you were to buy a more natural fiber. Um, like cottons and silks. Do you have so a... F- yes? So it will be much more easier if you were to buy the, the, the natural fibers. So with my studies, that has also helped. Do, do you have an, a favorite fabric that you like to work with? Cotton. Oh, mm. cotton. I, I love cotton. It's simple. It's uncomplicated. You can... You can dye it. You can do almost anything with it. Cotton is, is my absolute favorite fabric. Oh, do you dye it yourself? Sometimes. Sometimes I do. Um, sometimes there's a place in our community, community where you can take your, your stuff to, to, to be dyed. I don't know oh. if you can mention brands. Go for it. Um, uh, do, do you guys know? It's, um, it's a blanket factory, Arenda. So ever since I was growing up, even my grandmother, when I was young, they used to take their old jeans and stuff to that factory and they would color your stuff mm. into any other color. So everything that, if I want something to be changed into another color, I just take it to a render and then they do it for me. 
Mm. That is so cool. So using your community as well, like not just saying, I'm going to chuck out this gene and get me a new pink one, but actually taking your favorite gene and turning it pink. Mm. <laughs> so what would your best advice be to young people, especially young black women, in starting their own business? Um, it's, to, it's to start with what you have. You know, I know it, it sounds like a cliche because you all want these big businesses that will be listed on the stock change <laughs> one day. But start with what you have and you're going to grow with the business. Um, before World Presenters, I actually had um, a brick-and-water fast fashion store, mm. which I, I think that I went too fast and too quick. Because in my head, I had this big vision. Yes, you must dream big, but your, your, your first step must be as small as possible. Just start with what you have and learn, learn, learn. That's my mama number one thing. You must learn. If you have questions, what I do, if, if I have a question like how to dye pants, don't stress yourself like I don't know how to do that. Just go to Google and ask Google that. Go to YouTube and just search for how to dye pants or how to be good at marketing. So learn the internet is there for us. It's there to teach us stuff. So my number one advice is start small and be open to learning. I love that because I feel like generally, like you said earlier in your response, that the youth just have this very go big or go home response mm, to life. Yeah. And like, if you're yeah. not big and it's like, oh, man, it's, it's the instant gratification. Yes. Mm. Oh, we have such yes, a problem with yes, that. Yes. That, that. that leads to a lot of disappointments. You must have that vision that, yes, my business is going to be big. But mm-hmm. that's more, as, it, as, it, as the business is growing, you're also going to grow with it. Yes. And you'll learn as well. with. And it. you'll learn as well. Yes, yes. So being in a township, there must be all sorts of uh, all sorts of different challenges. Would you maybe mind sharing some of them? Maybe some of the challenges also you have experienced specifically as a young black woman. Um, it's, um, you know, being in a township is very difficult to, 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 to run an online business um, because we, are, we rely a lot on internet. That's mm-hmm. That's our thing. We need a lot of internet. So where I come from, um, we don't have a lot of infrastructure to support us with um, um, connection, with internet connections. Um, but, but there are not a lot of towers. Even if you do get a router, the signals are very poor. Oh. So you have to wait for certain times of the day, you know, that you know what, I'm on two or three. That's when my signal is the strongest. Then I can download a few stuff or do this and that. That's my number one um, 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 struggle is infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And also from um, my, my, my community as a whole, it's service delivery. Uh, we get a lot of power cuts. Mm-hmm. And then with the power cuts come load shedding, and we need power to operate. Mm-hmm. So it's the infrastructure and the, the, the service delivery. But also with all of that, um, you, 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 you get to make plans and see how you can work in order to, to overcome those disadvantages. And if you find ways in the most magical way that you never think of. Do you have any examples of any of those like magical ways? Because it sounds very interesting. I'd love to hear <laughs> if you don't mind sharing. All right. Like for instance, with me with internet, I know um, I, I, I get more power. I'm in more, more strength signal. Um, uh, in the a.m. in the morning. Oh. So I would wake up early in the morning 
and some load, but ever that I want to watch, like I said, um, I ask a lot of questions on the internet. I, I, I learn visually. I'm a very visual person. So I learn easier on the screen than any other way than reading on a book. Or maybe I would want to, to, to know about a specific topic regarding my business. I would wake up in the morning, buy data on my phone, and then I would download whatever it is that I need for the next day. Hmm. If it's, it's contact that I can download and consume on the following day, I would do that. Or there are centers also in the community, but right now with COVID-19, it's very difficult to go to those mm-hmm. centers because of their clothes. And you can always do your work there and get free internet. Mm. That's very good. You've got to plan yeah. ahead. You, there's not a lot of spur of the moment going on. You've got to say, right, this is my to-do list for today. This is what I need to prep for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you must be very well organized. I am. I am. I'm very well organized. I always have a plan like this is what I'm going to do today. This and that. And also, like I said, my family helps me a lot. If if it wasn't for them, I don't know what I would do. Oh, that's lovely. That's such a great testimony. To have your family so close by and to be actually supportive of what you're doing, that's wonderful. Yes. Do you ever have your family model some of your clothes or are you the only one who models them? I'm the only one who models the clothes for the moment. I've asked my mom, but she's a bit shy. You wouldn't know that you won't show your face or anything. But um, for the moment, I'm, I'm the one who, who, who models all the clothes and all sizes. Could you maybe tell us a bit more about um, where you get your clothes from? I know that they're all from your community, but how do you pick out a garment? Um, my In my community, the little market, um, in every street corner in township, uh, we call those ladies uh, Mam Kozi, which means my friend. Chinese are translated into English, it's called my friend. So those women, they sometimes also have clothes with them. Mm. So I would get it from them or I would tell them, like, you know what, I'm selling clothes, so can you just tell your friends mm. just to bring me clothes? And in, 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 in our in communities such as ours, we are so close-knit that everybody knows that I sell clothes. Okay. So I always have tons and tons and tons of clothes dropped off at my house. There's people willing to give <laughs> me their clothes to buy. Oh, that's wonderful. I would mm-hmm. like to ask, if you don't mind sharing with us, what exactly your like vision is like for your business? Like, where would you like want to see your business in like, let's say, ten or five years? Um, in the next ten or five years, I would like to still be online. But you know, I would want to help mm-hmm. the women in my community because there's women that I'm getting food from. It's some of them. It's also their business. So for me, buying from them, I know that I'm supporting their families. Mm. So I would like to empower such women to get into the same business as me. I know that them selling, um, selling me stuff, I'll be able to, to, to help them and also grow it into a global business. Just mm. show the world the beauty of South African vintage clothes because I believe that we have one of the most beautiful collections from the 80s and the 70s the world has never seen that the clothes that I collect, if I see that it was um, manufactured in South Africa, I get so, so, so excited and so happy. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize the clothes were mostly South African based. Huh. Apart- Excuse me? No, 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 I didn't hear you then. 
Oh, sorry. I said I didn't realize that the the clothes were like South African, like local is lacquer. Like I didn't realize (laughs) that. That's that's amazing. Most vintage clothes are because you know in the in the in the seventies and sixties, South Africa was producing um, most of the clothes. You were not importing as many clothes as we were today. Oh. There are, you'll be surprised, there are vintage tours, there's vintage pushing, and the quality is amazing yeah. compared to what you get today in the shop. I so must, every time I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I must add to that, I must add to that, there used to be, in South Africa, we used to not only make our own clothes, but we would make our own fabrics. Oh my! We'd have mm-hmm. our own cotton, cotton looms, our own linen looms. But that has been, for whatever reason, Chulo, you might know, it's been scaled back so far that we kind of have to import a lot of the stuff we use. Oh, my. I genuinely had no idea. Chulo, you, you might know a lot more. You're studying this. Please, please tell <laughs> yes, us. Yes, um, uh, that's uh, because of fast fashion. People mm. now are wearing clothes very quick. You want to buy a new pair of jeans every season. Mm. And back then, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. We were able to, to, to produce our own clothes. Our, 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 um, um, our communities were able to work in such, uh, such factories. That's why you see these days, most clothing factories have been closed down. It's because of the number of imports that's coming in from um, China and other countries that are making clothes at very, very, very low cost. And they're making those clothes um, exploiting women and children. Yeah. They work for clothes to nothing in very, very bad conditions. That's why you're able to find very, very cheap fast fashion clothes. Mm. It's what they're calling modern slavery, actually. Mm. Correct, correct. Yes, that just reminds me of something that like, I read. I think one of those sweatshops, there was a big story that broke like a couple weeks ago, I think in Bangladesh specifically, how some company, Fashion Nova, I think, and then another company that may or may not be tied to the Kardashians was just not paying their workers. There's actually a whole petition going on at the moment. So there are quite a few fast fashion brands that committed or have not yet committed to paying for clothes that they ordered. They've The clothes have been made, <laughs> but they cancelled it and they now have not paid those garment workers who worked overtime to get the stuff ready. So there is actually a petition going on for that at the moment. That is just heartbreaking. It heartbreaking. is. So... I mean, obviously, this fast fashion and sustainable fashion conversation is quite a big one. And we're really only touching the surface at the moment. And I think, Cholo, that your um, your passion for this and your your drive to spread the word on this and to empower your community, that just mm. speaks to the African values. Mm. We don't just think about ourselves. We think about our community. How are we going to help not only our own household, but our, our village, our town, our country? How are we going to empower them so that we can get back into a place where we can show the world, look at this African ingenuity, look at this African design and how incredible it is. We don't have to import from China or Bangladesh or wherever. We don't. We can make our own and to get our looms back to get people making and weaving our own fabrics again and to be made oh yeah i could go on about this forever so Cholo, thank you so much for coming on and for speaking to us about this um please 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 go check out her instagram page go and support her it's wolf the vintage she's up in gauteng so we are thinking of you guys and um, a warm welcome from a 
way too warm for winter at Cape Town. <laughs> it's very rainy though, but it's really warm, especially at night. <laughs> Before we get on a weather tangent again, <laughs> as we we're a bunch of old ladies down here, we like talking about the weather. Tola, thank you so so much for your time and for your passion, and we really look forward to seeing how your business grows. Thank you so much for having me, guys. And we will speak to you again at some point in time. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. And that was Cholo. Oh my goodness. I mean, yeah, we could talk about fast fashion and how far it reaches for, <laughs> I could go on for literally hours. The one thing that really stood out for me was that teamwork really does make the yes. dream work. Yes. Like her family, her community, mm. how she said, you know, dying a pants, she knows a person. So that way you mm -hmm. are, you know, supporting local, supporting yes. each yes. other, using each other and mm. building each other's businesses. I really love that. Something that I've learned through like church stuff, they're always telling you, you know, you've got to start this new thing, you've got to go do a thing, but collaborating with people. Mm. Because yes. if you can think of it, someone has probably already started a business of it. Yeah. So instead of just being like, oh, I'm just going to start another one, find out, is someone already doing it? Are they doing it well? Could you mm -hmm. guys collaborate? Could you work together? Do mm. the thing? Right. Mm. This is all just like reminding me in my law studies and actually throughout my entire schooling here in South Africa, we've learned about this African humanistic philosophy i'm sure you guys are familiar with it ubuntu yes. and just like as chola was talking i was just like like i could i could just feel it like mm. it is in her community like they i am because we are and like how they all come together her family everyone in the community to help her because they know that she is like the fashion lady and yes, they all want to yes. help her and you know, it takes a community to raise a, a village. And even though she's not raising herself at this point in time, they are helping build her business. They're like mm. raising her business. They're raising yes. a business you, in many ways could be seen as a child. Because, you yeah. know, you've you got to start small. You've got to start simple. And things kind of take off if you if you if you have identified a niche market. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's yet in. That's yet in. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness gracious. So we take a little bit of a break or shall we go into the Bible quiz first? What do you think? Hmm, let's take a, we already have an ad after this, so let's just go into the Bible quiz. I think that'd be yeah. take pretty cute. Cool. Yes. Yeah. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. There is so much more for you to enjoy and explore on TBN in Africa. We bring you up-to-date and uplifting Christian programming and entertainment, and we will continue to do so in our quest to bring you credible and authentic programming designed for you and your family. At TBN in Africa, you can explore a wealth of content right from your home and enjoy access to many resources to help you shape your Christian journey. Join your TBN family on DSTV channel 343 and experience authentic Christian television like never before. To find out more, go to tbninafrica.org. TBN in Africa, for you, for life. Welcome back to the Bible quiz section of the show. You guys just missed such a very interesting interview. Like I enjoyed it so much. Mm. We've been talking about fashion and thrifting and just the lady we had on today. She was just so confident in everything that she like does. And it was it was a great conversation. And we mm. really want to have we want to keep having this conversation. Yes. We probably won't have it every single week in this sort of depth, but we want to keep talking about it. So if this is the type of content you like, 
let us know we want to give the people what they want but mm. we also want to talk about the stuff that we love <laughs> mm. <laughs> so now that we're in the bible quiz i have a very interesting bible quiz well I guess it's relative, but I think it's interesting. <laughs> it's the Bible, of course it's interesting. Yes, so true. <laughs> so this week's Bible quiz is what was almost John the Baptist's name? Ooh. Not his name, his name almost. Now, there's a lot of drama behind how his name came to be and yeah. just, you know, what happened and what it almost was. And I actually didn't know this, but I guess depending on the translation you read, they may have actually called him this almost name for some time before his parents were like, hold up, <laughs> wait a minute. That's not going to be his name. Oh, and word. a lot was on the line. So they really did have to change his this name. This reeks of family feuds of mm. in-laws who are like, no, you will name him after this great-grandfather. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, after this great-grandmother who died in this war. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, <laughs> no, we need a whole new name. There you go. So if you guys have any idea what that name was, please WhatsApp 081-729-1657. I repeat 081 7291657 now as you're thinking about what it could be listen to soul on fire by third day it's got a very nice tune to it follow us on facebook today i am radio so we just listened to soul on fire and by third soul day is on fire mm -hmm. amen song. amen it was and such Jesus. a nice song i actually really like third day i've Listen to quite a few of their songs. Mm. I really like them. I love Christian bands that are like very, I don't know how to describe it, but they've got like indie. a bit. Indie, yes. I mm. love indie music. It's so good. So anyways, but let me before I go on a tangent about that, we asked you guys a question. So this week's, this week's Bible quiz was, what was almost John the Baptist's name? Now, if you want to know exactly what it is, you can read the book of Luke, specifically the first chapter, which is... Oh, like oh, the whole book of Luke? No, it's like just that one. That, in, that first chapter could be an entire book. There are like yeah. 90 verses or something. So in Luke 1 verses 59, it is stated that they, well, in not so many words, basically they wanted to name John the Baptist after his father, who was named Zachariah. An angel appeared to Zachariah while Elizabeth was pregnant or maybe she was about to get pregnant. I think she was a few months pregnant when mm. it happened. And she told him that the baby would be named John. But when the family found out that she was having a baby, they were like, we need to name him after his father. He needs to be Zachariah Jr., Zachariah II or whatever. And fortunately, Elizabeth and Zachariah knew exactly what they were going to name him. So he became John the Baptist. Fascinating. Uh, Zachariah the Baptist doesn't have that same ring. No, it really doesn't. Mm -hmm. Can I blow your mind? Because I'm yes. not thinking like, you know, people who don't want to take on their husband's names because of feminist values. Yes. Which, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Go for it. But what blew my mind, and I think you and I have had this conversation mm. before, is that if you then keep your maiden name, you're keeping your dad's name. Mm. Yes. Who, who is another dude. Mm-hmm. We can't escape it. Mm -mm, it's been John gone did, too long. John did. He saw made it the Baptist. Like, what was John's last name? The Baptist. Yes, so, literally. This is what you do. You make up your own name. Yes. And then you have, you have a title as your last name. A title? Like ma'am? Well, like, you know, Lou the Reverend or, you know. Oh. Lou the... I don't know what, what my title would be, but you know. Huh. I didn't know that was, like, possible. I don't like know Zoe, why it wouldn't be possible. Zoe the Lawyer. Yes. yes. Zoe uh, the lawyer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
I like that. Maybe I won't have to become an advocate just to... I was considered briefly becoming an advocate just so I could have a title. Council George. Home affairs. <laughs> love that. Also, an awful guilt of mine. And yeah. I love it. Shall we head on over to the happy health tip? Indeed. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Ah, uh, yes, I haven't had chocolates in a while, and it makes me a bit sad. Oh no, why don't you, why don't you, why, don't you, why, why haven't you had chocolate? I don't know, I just haven't bought it in a while, but I feel like, you know, maybe on the way home. But this week we're talking about <laughs> essential oils, which a yes. lot of people love, a lot of people hate. Mm. I love it. Not for all sorts of medicinal purposes, just because I feel like it can be added into your skincare routine mm. so carefully. Please, I'm going to start this off. Don't add essential oils directly onto your skin. You will burn it. Oh. Essential oils are like incredibly concentrated. You must mix it with a carrier oil. Okay. Carrier oils are stuff like olive oil. Oh. Well, olive oil on my skin. I don't like that. But some people do. I like grapeseed oil, almond oil. There's sweet almond oil, cold mm-hmm. pressed. That Ooh, one's like. What about cocoa? Coke, not cocoa, coconut. So coconut for your body. Do not put that on your face. It is. Oh. Um, what do you call it? It's commodogenic. It clogs your pores. Yes. You can put it in your hair, put it on your body, but don't put it on your face because you will have all sorts of fun breakouts. Mm. Yeah, I learned that. Yeah. (laughs) So, tonight we'll be talking specifically about sweet orange essential oil, my latest fave, because I love vitamin C. I don't like eating it. I love it. I love putting it on my face (laughs) and in my hair, but I won't put it in my mouth. Not so much. I'm not a fan of fruit, but yeah. That's just me. (laughs) I love vitamin C. Like from orange, not from grapefruit though. (laughs) <laughs> but like every other fruit yes oh, yes we all have our little things i'm i'm not advocating against fruit please have your fruit don't be like me but if you are like me and you're not a fan of fruit have yourself some sweet orange essential oil in your face some of the fun things that it can do is it reduces dark spots and blemishes because of the vitamin c in it do you see my clear and what do you call it smooth complexion the listeners will see this soon when we're on Facebook Live. It looks good. It looks very good. It fights off free radicals to prevent premature skin aging. Free radicals are just stuff that sort of messes with the, um, we've talked about this, the microbiome, the little bugs that live on your face. Mm. It messes with that a little bit. So this fixes it out. It has antibacterial properties which help fight acne. It boosts circulation in the skin, promotes cell growth and collagen synthesis. Collagen is the thing that makes your skin look plump and, and dewy and gorgeous. Hmm. Yes. I don't vitamin C helps with that. Huh. Mm-hmm. So what I've actually done is I have taken vitamin C essential oil and I've mixed it with mandarin essential oil because I like the smell. And then I've mixed those two into grapeseed oil. The perfect ratio is 2% essential oil to 98% carrier, essen- yeah, carrier oil. Mm. So if you've got 10 moles of carrier oil, you can have... What's 2% of it? 10? 2 moles? 0.2 moles. 0.2 moles. Yeah. So I've currently got 100, 100 drops, 100 moles of carrier oil to my two drops. 
mm. essential oil. And it smells very citrusy, so don't underestimate it. Wow, mm. I didn't realize it'd have to be that little. I genuinely mm. thought you could... I knew about carrier oils, but mm. before you before you enlightened me on that, I genuinely thought that you could use an essential oil in its entirety, you know, just like mm. spray some of that Ooh, no. like, if you mistletoe oil on your face. <laughs> if you hadn't enlightened me, I would have gone and burnt my face like yeah. tonight. <laughs> Do you know what I did once? So my sister will laugh me for this. You guys know witch hazel. No. Mm-hmm. It's some, sometimes people use it as a skin toner, but witch hazel is also very concentrated. And you're supposed to mix it with something like rose water to make a toner. I was like, oh, witch hazel, that looks great. And I was just applying it to my skin. And then a few weeks later, I'm like, why is my skin so red and bumpy? Like, it felt like I had constant breakouts, but I couldn't see them. I could only feel them. My skin mm. was red. And then my mom was like, but okay, let's look at your skincare routine. What have you done differently? And I'm mm. like, look here, witch hazel. <laughs> I just applied directly to my face. And she's like, there's your problem. Mm. So please, you know, if you're going to mm. make your own stuff, do. It's a lot of fun. But make sure you're doing so safely, especially with essential oils. Essential oils could be expensive until you learn, oh, I'm supposed to dilute it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so that was this week's tip. Use your essential oils, especially sweet orange. It's so good. And also, sweet orange and mandarin are both South African made. Oh, ah, yes. Local yes. is lacquer, you guys. Mm-hmm. Especially during ye old plague times. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've spoken about this a couple, I think like a month ago. I don't know what time is. Mm-hmm. But we spoke about how it now is the time to really support local businesses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if you're going to buy essential oils, buy South African ones. Mm-hmm. Soil. Soil, is, it's called, they're organic if you want to go that route as well. Okay. More expensive, but even better. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I love how this, these health supplies go kind of silent today and with people looking at me like, hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, yeah? I'm still on the fact that we need a carrier. A carrier oil. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for you, grapeseed oil is very affordable. Okay. Yes, it's the cheapest one, but sweet almond's also nice, but sweet almond isn't South African. Grapeseed oil is. Okay. And so is olive oil. <laughs> if anyone uses olive oil on their skin, let me know, because I feel like I cook, I cook with it. So it feels weird to take something from my kitchen and put it on my face. I used to put it in my hair. Yeah. What so like, like I would have this bottle spritzer mm. and in it I put coconut oil, olive oil and then some water. And I would put it in my hair, like spray it to moisturize it, especially when I want to style it, because when I need to style my hair, it has to be at least damp. So I mm. would use it a lot and it, it, it did lots of wonders. I felt like my hair was very moisturized a lot of the time because of those two oils. So yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's a great thing. I love eating it. I love putting it on my hair. I'm not too on about it on my skin because, you know, I'm like, you know, this is yeah. food and hair food. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm. I quite like it. That and coconut oil. We all have our fun little skincare and hair care quirks. I like yes. it. Do you but have, yeah. we, no, we've got to cut it there, guys. Because oh, the yeah. guys have got to come in at some point. That's so true. I mean, we could keep talking and just, you know, ice them out, lock the door. But <laughs> I feel like we'd get into trouble. Yeah. Oh. So well, this has been another episode of 180 Degrees. I'm not sure what we'll be talking about next week, but you can be sure it'll be a lot of fun. Yes. This is 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.